With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, wrestling fans, this is Gary Michael Capetta, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast with the Enforcer and the Stallion. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night welcome back to another edition of the all night long wrestling podcast we are your host he's a stallion i am the enforcer and we are on the precipice of greatness because i'm about to watch the story of chris jericho from last night's aew one more time joe did you get a little bit of the bubbly? <laughs> well, I went to sleep right after the show. Um, otherwise, I would have. But um, I thought that the combination of uh, the Jericho video package and the Cody Rhodes promo in the first hour um, were uh, very very well done in terms of making me want to watch Full Gear on Saturday night. When he kissed Sammy Guevara on the cheek, like... Just like that is straight Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, late '90s, early 2000s comedy, pop me. And then when they had the grandma cut in the promo, dude, that was the best video package I've ever seen. I think <laughs> was it Chris Jericho's uh, aunt's friend from church? I believe was that who that was. <laughs> That's... And when Virgil popped up, Mike Jones, Soul Train Jones, or whatever. It was. Soul Train Jones is that Man, what it is? That... Soul Train Jones, I think. Missy Hyatt was furious. Did you see that? No. Missy Hyatt was... Wait, I can't curse on this podcast, right? No, Missy Hyatt was tweeting. Was that? You can do whatever you want. There's no rules anymore. Yeah, Missy Hyatt tweeted. She's like, fucking Virgil gets to be on AEW. I was like, first of all, kudos to Missy Hyatt for still watching professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. I guess that wrestling vixen's money uh, probably did her well, huh? 
You don't still have a subscription? Because I do. No, no, I just go to... Never mind. Mm. Uh, speaking of... Yeah, I don't know how we're going to segue to that one. Uh, wrestling Vixens, Nudes, Cart... Uh, page, no. Speaking of... Um, help me, Joe, I'm drowning. Uh, full what are we gear. talking about? Full gear is this weekend. And, Dude, uh, full... We can I be more of a fanboy? Hold on, hold on, let's see this. Look at it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. there he is. Total fanboy Mark. That's okay. You know, I resent the term Mark, Joe, because I use the term Mark in a positive way. Mm. To me, Mark means you're passionate about something and you enjoy something. Yeah. I am a Mark for mid-90s video games. I am a Mark for Beavis and Butthead. Just because pro wrestling Mark is a derogatory term, I'm marking out for the fact that I'm probably going to play WCW, NWO Revenge before the night's over. I'm marking out for that. So I don't want to hear anybody be like, oh, smart marks and... Dude, I'm on going to tirade because the caffeine's kicking in. But I'm on um, in these Facebook groups like uh, We Love Pro Wrestling and these other groups. And man, right after AEW and NXT is over, there's like 30 messages about why AEW sucked. There's 30 messages about why NXT sucked. Dude, people are the worst. I assume everybody in those groups and posts stuff like that are one of the inbred uh, neck beards that roam the halls of the big event. True or false? That's true. There's way too much negativity in the world, especially in the, in the, in the uh, wrestling world, uh, on the internet specifically. Um, there needs to be a lot more positive trend, and uh, quite frankly, I think you're the guy to uh, lead the effort in turning things around. You know I got that PMA, buddy. You know I got that PMA. Uh, yeah, let me tell you something, Joe. Raw and SmackDown pretty much suck, but you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go on the internet and be like, this is why SmackDown sucks. I just don't watch it, man. I'll pop in. I'll watch. I watched uh, Daniel Bryan versus uh, Adam Cole last week. It was a great match. But for the most part, if you don't like it, man, don't watch it. I'm not gonna sit there and watch the Young and the Restless. You know why? I don't like it. I. It's just we gotta stay positive, Joe. Life's speaking, too short. Life's too. Life's short, too short, baby. Speaking positively. So I'm gonna give everybody a peek behind the curtain about um, the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast weekend. We're, um, we're going to be going to the Shine and Evolve double shot on Saturday, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and we got tickets for Shine and Evolve before AEW Full Gear was announced. Is that right? Or like we yeah, didn't right. realizing yeah. it? Hmm. So That's correct. Yeah, so we're going to be there in uh, Queens on Saturday um, watching those shows. Yeah, they're always good shows. They're always uh, concise. They're succinct. They are to the point. Not, not a lot of BS. Good wrestling in the door, out the door. We usually get home around, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And, um, you know, we weren't sure if we are going to be able to catch full gear. Maybe I catch it on replay the next day, whatever it might be. You and I were talking about maybe get it the next day, maybe not. But, you know, if you're spending 50 bucks on it, you really want to watch it live, right? Isn't that if I'm going to spend $50, I want to watch a show live? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would for sure, yeah. Yeah, in the middle, I wasn't watching AEW last night. I took uh, the old wife-ski out to dinner, and uh, you texted me, and you said, new plan, after the train ride home, we'll get some coffee and we'll watch AEW, full gear. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm in for anything. I don't care. Uh, I was like, yeah, sure, I'm in. I'm like, well, why, what, well, why the change of heart? And you were like, watch the Cody Rhodes promo. Dude, I watched the promo. 
Jim Cornette called the Cody Rhodes promo the uh, Dusty Rhodes hard times promo for the modern day. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that promo, I think, um, I mean, when I watched it live, I mean, I, I wasn't, um, you know, I watched it live. I thought it was really good and, in ter- and especially trying to get people to buy the pay-per-view, right? That's, that's the idea. Um, it seemed like that was the consensus reaction to every, you know, for the majority, if not everybody that watched it, especially the, uh, wrestling experts out there that thought it was, you know, an all time great promo. I, I know you mentioned Jim Cornette talked about it. I know I heard Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez talking about it. Um, when I listened to some of their reaction today. So, um, you know, it was just really, it was a really good promo. I mean, it's, it's different of course, than stuff that you see on WWE television. So I think that, you know, kind of sets it apart a little bit more. And, um, yeah, so I mean, it was really good. It was really good in making making me want to see the pay per view. I felt like I would have been letting Cody down if I don't pay fifty dollars for the show. So, listen, I, I've paid fifty dollars for way worse shit in my life. You know, like hey, you, you probably spent fifty dollars on a pair of shoes you never, you know, wore. You probably spent fifty dollars on maybe uh, maybe a massage, thinking there was a happy ending, and there wasn't a happy ending, and you were just disappointed, right? Because that that's what I it's like I, I heard with, with the prices. You know, usually on, um, on, yeah, man, but Cody's promo, he, uh, when he, when he was talking about his wife and he started like shoot tearing up, man, that's raw emotion that you won't see unless you watch a Seth Rollins promo. Like that, the, the only time I saw that kind of pro, like that kind of just raw emotion believing in yourself is every Monday from eight o'clock to eight twenty-five when I see Seth Rollins got a promo. It's it's mirror image, I think the term was, right? It was uh mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gay, he's really got um he's got all end cylinders uh, what's it what's a uh, all cylinders running, running on all running on all cylinders. Running, there we firing go. On, yeah, firing on all cylinders. Firing really on all cylinders. Finger there. on the pulse of the uh, finger the public. On the pulse. Um I will say also that the stipulation uh that was added as part of Cody's promo, which is that if he doesn't win the AEW title on Saturday, that he'll never challenge for the title again, makes me um, even more interested to see who's going to win the match. Because I think initially when the match was announced, I just assumed that Jericho would win and retain the title. But now, given various things they've done during the buildup, I actually am not sure who's going to win, which is, I think, a good thing. Um you know, going into it not not necessarily knowing like okay this team's gonna win or this guy's gonna win or whatever it is like it, it kind of adds a little bit more intrigue to what hopefully will be a, a good match dude the end of the aew show last night was outstanding um the pull apart brawl they it, it to me uh, and i texted you it reminded me of the end of the great american bash 89 where flair and sting took on muda and terry funk in that brawl that would never end, that really set up um, the Thunderdome match at Halloween Havoc. I, you know, the, the intensity, the Moxley and Omega stuff is great. Um, I, I just, I enjoy everything that they're doing. And the elite versus the inner circle is, uh, is a feud I'm behind. But I also, you mentioned something, and I had quoted too, that you think they're going to do some sort of War Games-esque um, match and they did quote the quote unquote match beyond um, last night on the show. I don't know what that means because WWE has the War Games. Uh, I believe his, his the, they have the War Games copyright, correct? I believe so. 
yeah, I think they have the name for that. Um, but you know, I don't know. I'm I I'm sure if AEW wants to do that style match, they can call it you know the match beyond or whatever they want to call it, um, and people will know. And hopefully, they'll put a top on the cage if they do. Yeah, and do you, maybe it'll be a match between two guys that legit hate each other instead of just uh, you know five people that happen to bond on each side for a couple of weeks and you know. A real blood feud, like the old Horseman War Games were. Um, everything else I did on the show, I mean, it's turning into an AEW hour right now, which is fine. Um, I like the uh, Private Party getting a good win, getting added to the Triple Threat match. Sean Spears and Joey, Joey Janela. It's very Russo booking, and don't take that the wrong way. I think when you're, I'm looking at AEW, Vince Russo, from the top of the card to the bottom of the card, there was a storyline involved in every single match, and there was something... Uh, Oh, sweet. Hunter came to join me. You excited, pal? He's uh, one-third of best friends. This is uh, Hunter Cassidy here. Um, you know, and back to the Russo booking. Every match on the card for Vince Russo when he booked had, you know, yes, it was some kind of stupid stipulation, but at least there was some storyline attached to it so you can get behind one of the competitors. And I feel like AEW has done a great job of doing that for full gear. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, that is... Uh, I think one of the things, for whatever negative t- things people say about Vince Russo's booking, um, you know, he did have a lot of characters and storylines in the mid card. And as we walk through the card here in a minute, I think that we'll see that the majority of the matches that are on this card have had either significant build up or at least some sort of build up over the last couple of weeks to have made it onto the pay per view. So um, that's also good because you know, if you're going to have a four hour long show or whatever it might be, that you, you need to have um, that type of thing uh, on there. So, uh, if you hear whining in the background, it's just Hunter. I don't know why he decided to just sit right behind me and whine. I don't know if we can. Can we pan in on him? Can we zoom in on Hunter? There he is. Hunter. Hunter. Nice. You, Hunter Cassidy. Actually, more like a Rocky Romero based on tan. He seems but, mad. Uh, he seems a little angry. <laughs> what I do, pal? You know what? He's mad. We're five or ten minutes into the show and we haven't started talking about um, AW yet. The pay per view full gear. All right, so maybe, so maybe we should do that now. Are you okay with that? Is that cool? I don't know how to read him. He's, He's really giving spirits. you a hard look right now. I have to tell you, yeah. he's not happy. If looks could kill, it would be. Uh, be I'd dead. be dead. Yeah. All right, so let's get into a full gear, man. Um, so you know, let's just talk about our plans on the air. Are we going to watch it at your place after Evolve? That seems like the move. Done. Done. Book it. Well, everybody needs to know. Uh, the good news is. Joe's not an asshole. Not an asshole. You're good. I mean, it's there was a, a tweet I got about you being an asshole, but you're not. I, I, I want to let you know. No, we're good to that. Was it Seth Rollins? I knew it. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Is anybody more emotional than Seth Rollins lately? That guy is. He takes Twitter hard, huh? He's a little whiny. little whiny. Um, so on my screen now, and for anyone who's watching the video, they'll see the same thing, uh, is the Wikipedia full gear card. So, oh, nice. I, I probably could have pulled that up for you. I forgot your uh, video tape. I didn't set up my separate monitor today because I just finished work, so it's fine. We've got eight matches here that I see uh, listed, and if anything's missing, I apologize, but this is what we know so far. This is on Wikipedia. We can blame the Wikipedia authors if there's anything missing. So there's seven matches and then one pre-show match that we have here. So if you're ready, I will start from the top and go down the card. 
Uh, if you, I, I have it up now. So if you want to get that off the screen, you feel oh, okay, free. So we can see more of more of you. That's cool. We'll uh, no, I'm I'm is. pretty standard. Here it is. Okay. All right. So the first match I have on here, I don't know if you had the buy-in stuff too. We're looking at Sean Spears versus Joey Janela. Joe, yes. give me what you got. Um, I think this is a spot where you know neither guy has won a whole lot in uh, AEW so far. Um, I think anytime I've seen Janela, he's been losing. Spears lost his first couple of big matches, but he's won the last one or two. So I, I don't know. I, I get the sense that maybe, um, uh, I don't know. I don't You're know. torn, man. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen you so torn to match. I just don't know because I, I haven't, you know. I mean, I know um, apparently Sean Spears tried to rip his tongue out, rip out uh, Joey Janela's tongue. So I'm going to say, I'll deserves say, it. I'll say Joey Janela gets a win because I don't think I've seen him win much yet in AEW. I'm going to go with uh, Sean Spears for the sole purpose of they have Tully Blanchard with him. They have to have something important on the horizon for him. Tully Blanchard is too great of a person, character, wrestler to waste on a guy who's going to be losing to Joey Janela on the pre-show. No offense to Joey Janela. I like him. But as far as a wrestler like that, you know, regardless of his win-loss record, Janela is always going to be dangerous. He's always going to be in these crazy matches doing these crazy spots. So I'm going to go with Sean Spears in the first one. Um, next one, I've got Dr. Britt Baker versus Bia Priestley on the buy-in. Um, you know, how can I put, I, I, oh God, I've been less than impressed with Dr. Britt Baker. Am I the only one, Joe? Yeah, I think so. I think you are the only one. Really? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I don't have an issue with her. I've seen people, um, in like the reviews or the recaps that I read of AEW, that say, you know, she's still a little green or, or whatever it is. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think she's only been in the business for a few years. Um, but, you know, they have her as someone to uh, eventually maybe build up or build around. So I, I don't really have any issue with her in terms of uh, you know, a wrestler and her, her gimmick and stuff like that. I think it's fine. Um, I mean, is she a top-level worker? Probably not yet. Uh, but maybe she will be in a few in a, in a few years, and she's she's a name I think that fans of independent wrestling are familiar with. So I, I really don't have any issue with Dr. Britt Baker, and if she wants to give me free dental work if I'm in Florida, then that would be great too. Fantastic. Well, and if that's the case, I'm going with Dr. Britt Baker to get the win here. I am also going to go with Dr. Britt Baker on the win. Okay, uh, it's, now we're on the actual show. We're looking at the AEW Tag Team Titles Champions. I see you uh, taking on the Lucha Bros, taking on Private Party. I don't love the fact that Lucha Bros are getting an immediate title shot here. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the addition of Private Party is good to kind of, you know, change it up. Oh, Hunter also is not a fan of this match. Um, it's far too early to take the titles off of SCU, unless they are putting the titles on them just for that feel-good moment because they earned it, and then, well, you get the pop, yada, yada, yada. But let's keep the titles on SCU for a very long time. So, SCU winners. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with SCU as well. I think, um, you know, to take it off of, take the titles off of them after they just won that tournament would kind of demean the tournament a little bit. I feel like if they're going to switch it to Lucha Bros or something, they should have just had them win the tournament since it ended a week ago. So I'll say SCU wins and um, Private Party will take the uh, the pinfall loss here in the match. As they should. Can I, uh, can I say something about Private Party? I I mean you can and if I have to edit it out later then you're just creating more work for me so <laughs> okay um 
Oh, okay. I really have to choose my wording carefully. Private party to me. Oh god. <laughs> are very athletic. Yep. Great gimmick. It's good so far. Acrobatic. Mm-hmm. Um, charismatic. But not to be a Jim Ross, they need to focus a little more on the intricacies of professional wrestling. You want more chin locks? Is that what I'm hearing? I want uh, ch- I want more chin locks. I want a lot more stomps. Um, no, I, I just they're. This might be a very stupid thing, but like they never go for the cover. I don't know if you noticed that. They never go for a cover. Their selling is not good. They're they're high spot people, but there's not a lot of substance to them. And um, they're young, though. They're going to get better. They're already good. They're not great, but they will be. I mean, they should just spend like a year with SCU. Right. And like learn a little more because Frankie Kazarian's 44, 40. Christopher Daniels is 47. Scorpio Sky's late 30s. Like those guys are putting on just absolute clinics of matches week in and week out. And I just want Private Party to, you know, focus on the wrestling a little more than, uh, than anything else. That wasn't so bad, right, Joe? No, I mean, it was okay. Okay. I'll tell you. I, you know, never mind. Next up, we have. Pack. Hmm. Always thought it was Pac. Always thought it was Pac. I think it was. We have Pack versus Hangman Adam Page. Adam Page is um, looking a lot stronger on AEW as of late, which is good. The bastard himself, Pack, has been great. They really added a lot to this feud the last two weeks. I think it was only announced um, on October 21st. They were supposed to wrestle at the first pay-per-view, correct? Or was Kenny Omega supposed to wrestle? Pac? It was supposed to yeah. be. Um, it was supposed to be Adam Page and Pack at Double or Nothing, and okay. then Pack backed out of it because he didn't want to. I don't know whatever. Whatever the story was behind it, he was a different. He was a Dragon Gate champion. He didn't want to lose, so he wasn't there. And then they put Page in the Battle Royal um, on the pre-show, and then he he won. Right, he won the Battle Royal. This is also a rematch from the first AEW. Um, Dynamite show, I believe. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I think Paige is going to get the win here. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt him, at, uh, hurt Pack at all. But Pack has been really, really good, Joe. His character, everything about him has been really, really solid. He really comes across like a bastard, you know? The low blow this week was a nice touch in the main event of the show, and I'm all in for everything he does. But I think uh, Hangman can gain more from a win over Pack. Then Pack will lose with a loss to Hangman. I agree with you on everything you said. I do, um, and I know Page took the pinfall loss in the tag match last night. Um, but I'm trying to get myself out of the, you know, WWE booking mentality where like if you lose on Monday, then you're going to win on Sunday or whatever it is that that used to happen a lot. Um, so I'm just not sure. I mean, I feel like there's more money. Or, you know, in pack winning and moving up the card a little bit. So, you know, maybe mixing it up with Moxley and, and Omega like he had started to do a few weeks back. So I'm going to say pack wins the match. Okay. Um, I don't, you know, I, 
I know what you mean about the lose on Monday, win on Sunday mindset, but I think because Pack caused Hangman to lose, it's a little bit more of a gray area there. But um, no, I, I would agree with you, and I won't have any issue either way. There's there's money in both of those guys. That, that's for sure. Um, next up is the AEW Women's Championship. Riho versus Emi Sakura. This is... Um, I mean, listen. The thing about it is there are so many women in the AEW Women's Division... Riho, again, kind of same thing as SCU. She just won the title. She just won the tournament. I don't see Emi Sakura taking it from her. Um, I think Riho is probably in for the long haul. She's, what, seven years old or eight years old. She's been in the business for 15 years. Um, she's she's going to be there for a while. She's a, a lifer. Um, I feel like in AEW, there's, that's something they're kind of building the women's. She's someone they're building the women's division around. I assume we will see some sort of Brandy Rhodes um, interference at some point. I don't know how it's going to affect the match, but I see Riho retaining up until we see Brandy and Awesome Kong do something. Yeah, I, I think Riho is going to retain. Uh, I know Sakura is her mentor or trainer or something of the sort, and uh, Sakura pinned her last night as well in a tag match. So, um, but I do think that they will keep the title on Riho, and then Riho will will win. So I'll stick with her. We're Pretty actually, no, we're, we're kind of half and half. All right, next up, tag match extraordinaire. Um, Matto, Nico, the young box versus Santana Ortiz, uh, pride and powerful, proud and powerful. Some, something along those lines, yes. Um, not LAX, not EYFBO. Call them whatever you want. They're great. Um, they've been great in their role here. It's kind of a throwback to the LAX of Impact. Um, but they had a nice. Um, they haven't overdone this. They they've met in the middle in some pull apart brawls and stuff like that. But they haven't had uh, too too many matches together. Um, looking forward to this. It's been a match a lot of people talked about. Actually, I think this match took place on Jericho's cruise last year, right? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's possible. Yes, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it should be really good. I mean, as far as prediction goes, I think I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz. Um, they kind of, you know, they brought them in. I mean, people know the Young Bucks, and and, and they've lost a few matches. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz. I think they need to be put over, uh, you know, pretty strong here. Um, I'm not sure if they'll go on to fight SCU or how this is all going to shake out. But I'm going to say uh, Santana and Ortiz. You know, I want I want to say Santana and Ortiz, but I don't want the Young Bucks to put over everybody. I mean. They lost a private party. That should not have happened. I mean, private party can gain a lot from beating the Young Bucks, but they could also get a lot from looking good and losing. And I, you know, I'm torn on this one because I really feel like the Young Bucks need a win. I know Dave Meltzer had reported the Young Bucks didn't want to win a match, and that was kind of their MO. They, they want to be the opposite of Triple H, and I understand that because, you know, Triple H is 65 and still wrestling in main events. But, you know, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz here, too. Um, it makes sense. Those guys, they haven't been featured all too much. They had a squash match a couple of weeks ago to really get themselves over. But this is going to be uh, – and it was on the Cruiser Jericho, by the way, and it got pretty good reviews. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the match. I just – I don't know. I don't like the Young Bucks losing so much. Joe, do you, you have a take on that? Yeah, I mean, I don't – I'm not a big fan of them losing, I think, because – they're probably a team that you want to build the tag team division around initially, Rant. I mean, I think that's that was my thought. But 
you know, I can see their perspective on it where, you know, the Young Bucks are in a separate feud that's probably higher up on the card anyway, um, and you can use the tag titles in another spot. Um, they do have a lot of tag teams that are very good, so um, it's nice to have. That's Best friends. Card. Best friends, uh, Lucha, Lucha Bros, obviously, SCU, Private Party, some of the other teams that were part of the tournament. Um, so it's cool that they have that depth and they can have two tag team feuds happening at the same time. So I think that's that's okay. I'm sure the Young Bucks will get their time, whether it's you know winning the titles or winning other matches and down the road. Um, I don't think this feud with LAX is going to end after the one match, so... I'll say, uh, I, yeah. So it does. It does bug me a little, but I think I think they're going to get their wins long term. Good. I hope so. Uh, now we have. Uh, you want to go to the lights out match? Let's go to the lights out match. Yeah, let's go. to the John Moxley, my best Justin Roberts impression, taking on Kenny Omega. I thought the build for this has been very strong, especially towards the end of this week's episode. Did you see? I mean, I know you watched AEW. The close ups of the ddt that moxley gave to omega through you saw the close-up like to me first of all amazing camera work whoever did it b the the way that omega landed like that's not a move like you think a dd a power bomb through a table or something like that is more impactful and the ddt through a table you think oh you know um Moxley took the brunt of it, but seeing that slow-mo, like, Omega went down directly on his head, like, vertical, and for them to get that shot, I think, was really cool. That whole package was great. I thought the stare down in the ring, the broom versus the bat, the lights out. I'm I'm all in on this feud, Joe. I, I love both these guys. Um, I didn't love Dean Ambrose, but Moxley, since he came back, his run in New Japan has really impressed me. His work, to me, has gotten a lot better. Um... Lights out match. Omega has to show up as the cleaner, right? That's kind of where they're going. I guess so. I, I, it seems to be, you know, hints at that. Yes. I think he would sh- show up as the cleaner, glasses, toothpick, gray hair, and the barbed wire broom. I mean, it, it kind of it writes itself. I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to the match. I think. Uh... I think Omega has to get the W. I think Omega needs to win on a bigger stage more than Moxley um, more than Moxley does at this point. So I'm going Kenny. I think I'm going to go with Mox. I um, I don't know. I mean, they, I mean, I think both guys have been treated as something special in AEW so far. I mean, Omega's wrestled a little bit more, um, but injury, right? Yeah, Moxley that injury that kind of delayed the match. Um, out one of the, uh, from all out until uh, full gear here, but um, I think with Moxley, this is his this is his style of match, right? Uh, and they said, I believe, that the uh, it's unsanctioned, so the the win or loss will not count against your record in AEW. So, um, is are you okay? There are aliens flying in your house. What's happening? Something like that. Yeah, okay. something a little crazy going upstairs. Yeah, we're okay so, though. So that's why I, I'm going to go with Moxley. I think the idea is that you know, he came in, he targeted Omega. This is his match, you know. Um, and since it won't count against the, against the win-loss record, and you know Kenny's you know relatively Teflon with certain things, although I do agree he's lost a little too much early. Um, I'm going to say Moxley wins this one. That's going to lead us up to the main event of the evening, Joe, for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship champion. Chris Jericho 
Le Champion, the Painmaker, a little bit of the bubbly, taking on Cody R. Because we don't say Rhodes, right? We still can't say Rhodes? <laughs> you could say the American Nightmare. The American, the American Nightmare. I love Justin Roberts. Uh, Cody Rhodes, man. I, this has to be the spot where MJF turns on Cody and Jericho keeps the title, right? Is this? Is this? It has to happen, or is it too obvious? They're gonna flip flop. They're gonna swerve us, Joe. What happens? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. I think um, the idea of pulling the trigger on the MJF turn in a match where the world title is on the line, and if Cody loses, he can't challenge for it anymore is probably a good spot to do it, right? You could say MJF cost him that. Now he can never, you know, quote-unquote, never be the world champion. You know, I'm sure that that stipulation will be lifted at some point. But um, that's prob- this is probably a good spot to do it, I think. And then, you know, Jericho can move on to somebody else, and Cody can move on to feuding with MJF. So I think that's the way to go. And I'll say that Jericho retains the championship. Flip side... Let me hear your opinion on this. Or does MJF help Cody win the title, then turn on him? Because I can't see MJF aligning himself with the inner circle. I think there's too many personalities. What do you think about that? That's true. Yeah, I uh, I don't see MJF aligning himself necessarily with the inner circle. Um, but, you know, I think that either you could see him turning here or if they do a you know, War Games Match Beyond style thing. Um you know, costing his team that way. But, I don't know. I'll stick with Jericho winning this match. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with Jericho as well. I feel like as a champion, you got to keep him strong. You got to make a... So we're saying no titles change hands, huh? Yeah, I guess that's my gut. My gut says no titles change hands. My gut has... Sh- no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one, too. All right, Jericho keeps the title. Joe, I want you to give me, out of 10, your level of excitement for AEW Full Gear. I'm going to say uh, 8.5. Okay. I'm going to say 9. I'm a, I'm a loser, and I don't, I, I'm don't. i really just excited for the show as a whole. Um, we will, it's, it's not my, I don't have a child. This is a baby on TV upstairs, and TV's loud. So in case you're wondering, Joe, I haven't had a baby since uh, you saw me last. Okay. We had talked about earlier we're going to be at Evolve um, this weekend and Shine Evolve 139. Uh, listen. If you want to go to Evolve, there are still tickets available. Now, they dropped the price of everything by 10 bucks, And on top of that, if you use our code TAPOUT, T-A-P-O-U-T, one word, um, on WWN Live, ETIX, you get 10% off your entire purchase, which covers more than the tax. $10 off, and then 10% off of everything. Evolve's got a great show this weekend. Um... As far as the meet and greets go, guys that aren't wrestling, but Adam Cole is going to be there. Tommaso Ciampa is going to be there. Um, uh, Evolve Champion, now NXT uh, Superstar, Austin Theory is going to be there. Just want to go over a couple of the matches on the card. I don't want to talk about um, Evolve 140 because the match, that card kind of shakes out after Evolve 139. So Saturday, um, Evolve 139, real quick. I want to get your take on the main event, Joe. Austin Theory versus Josh Briggs. If anybody interferes in this match, they will be banned from Evolve. Does Josh Briggs win the Evolve title? I think so, but I thought that last time too. So, and that didn't happen. Um, I mean, I think he should. This is probably you know as good a time as any for it to happen. Uh, so I'm going to say yes. 
I agree with you. No holds barred match. Finally, the end of the feud. I don't say finally in a bad way. It's been a great feud. The matches have been great. J.D. Drake and our boy Anthony Henry. Man, I love Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake, man. They were a great team as the workhorsemen, and they are equally, if not better, believe it or not, in singles. I don't know who's J.D. Drake's been losing a lot lately. He lost to your boy Arturo Hujas Baba Ganoush um, last time. Uh, Andy Henry, though, is on a roll. That dude is timeless. They're both so good. I think, uh, I don't know, I think J.D. Drake gets the win here. Joe, what do you think? I, I think so, too. I mean, I know last time we were there, uh, Henry defeated him, so I'm going to say this is the time for J.D. Drake to win. Uh, next match on the card, relaxed rules. If any member of the unwanted interfere, they will be suspended. Babatunde versus the king, the mad king. King's Road style, the outlaw, outlaw Inc., Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston wins, Joe. That's all I care about. Eddie Kingston. No? Bubba Tunde. Who do you want to win? I I want Eddie Kingston to win, but I think I don't see them defeating Bubba Tunde. If you had five hours left to live, okay, how many hours would you spend of your last five Watching Eddie Kingston matches and promos. Four hours and 59 minutes. Yes. I have to pee at some point, so I'm leaving the minute out. And the other 30 seconds, you'll probably FaceTime Chance. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's going to be telling you about your snowflakes, your lollipops, worrying about your podcast. Eddie Kingston is everything that's real and great with professional wrestling in 2019. I, I hope, hope Eddie Kingston does not retire in 2019. Watch Eddie Kingston fight and wrestle until he is dead. I don't care if that is the year 2075. I will pay to watch Eddie Kingston wrestle, and I hope everybody listens. The rest of the card um, is pretty good top to bottom, but those are really your main uh, three or four matches for the show. I'm looking forward to it. Evolve is always a great show that delivers. Uh, if you can't make it there, you can go to WWN Live, sign up for Club WWN, and watch Evolve, man can't beat it it's gonna be a good weekend joe where can everybody follow us along on social media tell me twitter oh you mean like the handle yeah at all night long wp on twitter at all night long wp on instagram uh facebook.com slash all night long wp yep and uh youtube.com slash all night long wrestling podcast yeah make sure you follow along with us on here's the deal follow along with us on saturday for shine for evolve but send us any spoilers. I will come to your house and I'll p- punch you in the face with a sock full of nickels. Hmm. Um, and you might have set me up for an interview on Saturday live in Living Color. I don't know, man. You get me into a lot of shit, Joe. I can't wait. I can't wait for that to happen. I'm, really, awesome. I'm really pulling for that. So At All Night Long WP, everywhere you can find another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast is in the books. He's the stallion. I'm the enforcer. We're tapping out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.